Hey, what's up, birders? Welcome to Dial B for Birder. Yeah, episode four. It's your co-host, Jesse and Thomas, back again with more birding information. We're here at a part of Stinson Beach known as The Point, Mm -hmm. which is the end of Stinson Beach, where a little finger of sand reaches out uh, and ends in a channel across from which is, ooh, I'm having trouble with my words here. No, no, you're good, you're good. (laughs) We heard word, and I in fact saw yesterday, uh, thanks to the help of Bobby at Sea Drift Gate, that there is a bald eagle mm-hmm. living right here. Heck yes. Okay, and that's our main goal today, to see that bald eagle. There's a mother and a juvenile. We'll be happy with either one. I saw one through the binoculars yesterday. I believe it was the mother. Mm. Uh, but I couldn't get a good look at the head. They weren't showing a lot of head, and mm. so it was hard to see that it was actually a bald eagle. Okay. But now we have my mother's spotting scope. Heck yes. She's a bit of an expert birder around yeah. here. We brought the scope here. In my famous uh, Birders at the Point blog post, we came here and uh, looked at some of the egrets in the trees. Mm-hmm. The egrets here used to nest over at Audubon Canyon Ranch over on the road between Stinson and Bolinas. But recently, they've been moving here to the trees in Bolinas, which we can see from across the water right now. Yeah. And uh, we'll hopefully be talking about the egrets a little bit later. Yeah. Audubon Canyon Ranch has an egret as the logo, and they've been thinking about changing it because the egrets have left. Oh, wow. Okay. So, egrets on their way out. What's coming in? I think they should do uh, a newt because Mm. that is the highlight for a lot of kids when they're visiting the newt pond at Audubon Canyon Ranch. You know, kids don't get as excited about birds unless they can see them really up close. Yeah. But creepy crawly creatures. Mm -hmm. Creepy crawly, yep. That's the genotype. Mm -hmm. That's (laughs) critters. Yeah, critters, yep. My mom would get, she'd get a lot of letters, like thank you notes, because she was a volunteer docent there, and she'd go take kids Mm -hmm. to Audubon Canyon Ranch to have them look at the wildlife. And all of the thank you notes were like, I loved the newt pond. The newt pond was great. I loved when Carlos fell in the newt pond. <laughs> Carlos. The newts were gross, yet cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't use the word yet, but. Yeah, no, no, I get it. It makes sense. Yeah. I think a newt. Yeah, I like it. Uh, well, I can say looking around, it's very beautiful, very uh, still water, lots of uh, green mountains and uh, uh, foggy clouds. And um, I feel like we definitely are stepping it up because last episode we have binoculars and this time we have a scope. Like before you know it, we're gonna have, what's the next? I guess scope might be the max, right? I think scope is the, well, like a a whole crew, you know, Mm. with like multiple scopes. Yeah, everyone's in vests and stuff. And And actually I think the (laughs) advanced level is once you start signing up to do those bird counts where you like check on a population and like see how they're doing. Yeah. That's how you, like, give back as a birder, because you're contributing information to the scientific record, you know? Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, they do, like, bird counts every year where birders get together and they Uh fraternize and hook Uh up and count birds. Right? You think they really hook up? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Cool, man. Well, I I can tell you right now, so I'm looking... There's like a little, this is a, a finger of of, uh, of beach. That's pretty good. A sand barb. A sand barb. And there's a... Sand barb. Sand bar? Yeah, oh, sand bar. Oh, I thought you meant like a sand barbara. Uh, <laughs> sand bar. Anyways, uh, there's a sand bar uh, where the only drinks they're serving is ocean water. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. Hell yeah. Uh, and there's a bunch of birds chilling on that little sand bar. 
Pelicans. Pelicans. To be, with maybe some seagulls. I can't tell what those white birds are. Yeah. With if, my naked eye. Right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna scope it out literally Damn. and uh, report back. But um, let's see what else. Oh, there's some tennis courts behind us. So. Um, I hope the tennis players can uh, be annoyed by us talking loudly into our phone. Um, <laughs> They're doing the zone. Yeah, yeah. Tennis is a great sport. I support it. If anyone wants to play tennis with me, let me know because uh, I'm down. <laughs> and uh, let's see. There's some, there's some uh, small boats kind of resting. You yeah, know? this is where the fishermen keep their boats. Okay. And then they drive out from the channel into the ocean to go oh, fishing I for see. salmon and stuff. Yeah, there's some buoys. Uh, and you can usually find, see over there behind us, there's a little kayak hidden in the bushes. Oh. So if you ever need to get to Bolinas in a pinch, you can right. usually just like kind of commandeer someone's boat for a little bit. Whoa. Take it across the channel, hope that they don't see it and get mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they, tight. Usually they won't. And fun fact on Halloween, uh, I, uh... I was stranded in Bolinas because my friend got a DUI and I was at the Bolinas Community Center. Uh-oh. And so I walked down to the beach from the bar in downtown Bolinas, put all my clothes in a bag, swam across the channel at Whoa. 3 in the morning, walked back home in my wet boxers, got my car, drove back, grabbed my stuff from Bolinas, drove back to Stinson Beach. Holy crap. That's amazing, Jesse. Pretty sick. And that same night, I met later this year's Best Actress Award nominee winner, Frances McDormand. Really? Where? At the Bolinas Community Center. What was she doing there? Well, she's they, her and her husband, Joel, one of the Cohen brothers, moved to Bolinas recently, and they've really been trying to ingratiate themselves with the community. Interesting. And it seems like it's working because Whoa. they all love her. Yeah. What's well, not to love, I guess? She's but, pretty lovable, man. Yeah. So you, like, talked to her? You met her? Or what? I just saw her. She was wearing, like, a uh, weird netting thing over her face, I think, to be, like, chill about... She didn't want to make a big deal about she was there. What? She was, was wearing netting over her face? Yeah, it was kind of one of those vague costumes that, like, older women do where it's like, what, are you a spirit or something what? like that? <laughs> you know, so we might have talked about this before on some other podcast. No, we had definitely have not. That's wild. But I was a coach. I was dressed as a kid. That was my outfit. I just had shorts oh, and a shirt Oh, because it was coach. Halloween? Yeah. Okay, all right. And a little sense. whistle. Okay. And I'm so just... I saw her, and she said, blow the whistle. And I was like, no, nah, it's not a good whistle. And she's like, come on, blow the whistle. And so I blew it and it was one of the most shrill obnoxious sounds <laughs> I've ever heard everyone looked and looked a little bit pissed off and I said okay bye and then how did she react to hearing you blow the whistle I think she was a little annoyed by it <laughs> I hope you learned your lesson Frances McDormand she okay. went on to win best actress later the next year <laughs> Hey guys, Engineer Jesse here. I uh, just wanted to issue the quick correction that this was actually like a couple of Halloweens ago. Probably like Halloween 2016 or something. And also, uh, I'm bad at recognizing people, so it could have just been some lady. You know how it's easy to like make yourself sound cooler in retrospect? By, you know, you tell a story and it sort of paints you as being a lot cooler. Uh, when in reality, you're just sitting around there uh, uh, most of the night, just sort of sipping drinks in the corner. And such was the case of this tale. But, uh, no, I'm, I'm punching out. Wow. Okay, okay, that makes sense that she had net over her face. Because I didn't... I didn't uh... I didn't understand that it was Halloween. I thought she was just, like, randomly walking around with, like, net over her face. Like a weirdo. 
Yeah, that's like, not a good way to blend in if you're a celebrity. Yeah. That's not going to protect your anonymity. Right, exactly. By the way, your laugh just uh, produced spittle onto my uh, uh, phone. Yeah, you see that? yeah, no, don't touch it. Ah. Anyways. <laughs> Don't get me laughing again. <laughs> all right, yeah, all right, you're right. Uh, only serious bird talk. Um, well, that's dope, man. Uh, I've had like, I, I, I think I've had um, zero celebrity encounters in my life. Motherfuck you, damn shithead, bitch! I don't believe that. Yeah, no, it's true. I've never, everyone is like, well, I saw Tom Hanks in the street once, and I said hi, and he waved. I don't have any of those stories. Who would be your most excited? What celebrity exciting, exciting would you be the most excited about? Um, Donald J. Trump. <laughs> I don't know. He's I, easy to recognize. Yeah. You'd be like, that's definitely him. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, I think I am not that like, uh, like celebrities don't um, get me that excited, you know? Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Like, I don't have a celebrity crush, you know, or... Uh, you know, I don't know. I just, they're like, oh, yeah, this is the guy. I don't know. Anyways, uh... My celebrity crush is Krayshawn. Krayshawn. Is yeah. she still around? Yeah. What's she doing? She did it. Well, recently she released... I saw this on the Martorialist. She, she, shout out to the Martorialist. She released this... The, she did a punk rock version of Mac Dre's Not My Job. Really? But she's singing it like, Dre rocked the jewelry with the clear stuff, clear stuff. <laughs> It's that's pretty cool. Funny. Yeah, I won't be listening to it on the regular, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. And she's a mother now. Yeah, you know that? yeah, yeah. And yeah. she had a video called "Missing Kitty" that was pretty good recently okay. about her searching for her lost cat. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Does she still do the uh, the cat eye makeup? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If for people that are um, under the age of twenty, <laughs> listening, Crayshawn <laughs> uh, was a very popular. Uh, white female rapper like a decade ago. Her album famously flopped in 2012. Was it 2012? Okay. Yeah, it was, okay. it was like so. an insanely small amount of copies to the point where it was a big news story. Actually. Yeah. Well, it was like the last, it was like the tail end of like record labels. Like if someone had a video that went viral or like a music video that went viral, like, oh, let's make a record out of this, you know? Yeah. And like I think now they're just like, well, let's just get YouTube views and like, get some uh, ad revenue from that you know but but the, but like she got signed to a major label and then like off of the gucci gucci <laughs> yeah yeah and then like uh like two years after that song was big they finally released her album and it was like well it was too fucking late you know and she sort of changed her it seems like she was originally just doing that like white girl wigger style you know mm -hmm. that was like that was, it seemed like, that's a huge untapped fan base where she can attract all those white girl <laughs> wiggers that we all know and love from the Bay Area that's right. like sort of an underrepresented in society. Sure. Thing. But then her album, it seemed like she got more into like world music and there was more like singing and shit. Yeah, it was Which, more poppy. You did a pretty good post about it, as I recall. Yeah, I think I did. And I got, um, yeah, I did, I did do a post about it, and it was like... The best friend song, I remember you talking about it, you wanted to be friends with Sean. <laughs> she had that, I really want to be your friend. Oh, yeah, see, I think it was a solid album, great pop songs on there. I am with you, Thomas. Yeah, well, best of luck to her, I hope she's doing well, and, uh... Seems like it. Yeah, 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 and I think we should, uh... Hey, alright, so anyways, man, enough <laughs> about white female rappers. Let's, uh, we're gonna look at these birds through this scope. And uh, uh, report back, and and ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna see a bald eagle today. I can just feel it. 
and the uh, patriotism is pulsing through my veins. I'm feeling uh, like singing Star Spangled Banner into Jesse's face. I hope so. And, That'd be good uh, revenge for getting spit on your phone. <laughs> oh, it's dried up now. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, I can't wait till next time I receive a phone call and I can just press that spittle up against my cheek. <laughs> Anyways, all right, man. We'll uh, we'll we'll check back shortly. All right, here we are. It's uh, 10.51. Did we say it state the time in the original clip? No. It was 10.46. That's and my lucky time. Is it really? Why yeah. is that? I don't know. For some reason, I'm trying to conquer this in my head, actually. I had, like, a thing for a while where if it's something 40, if it's 45 past the hour, it's bad luck. And if it's 46 past the hour, it's good luck. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's insane person behavior. But are you a gypsy? What are you talking about, Jesse? I don't know how I established make, this. It doesn't make any sense. It's ridiculous. Well, my friend in college was obsessed with the number 47. He was like, whenever you look at the clock, whenever you look at the time, 47 is the most popular time. What? So he'd always get really excited. And then I was like, I would love it when it was 46 because it would be just off by one. But then I became obsessed with 46. All right, so this is why you don't send your kid to liberal arts school. What the fuck are you talking about? Just, why is okay? Why? No one should be obsessed with a number like that's that's like schizophrenic behavior. Well, they made that movie with Jim Carrey, the number twenty-three. I don't know. It's a right? horror movie. It's a horror movie where he keeps saying the number twenty-three. Are you serious? Is this a serious movie? Yeah. He keeps seeing the number 23, and then what? I haven't seen the movie. Then Michael Jordan shoots a three? What happens? Yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> but he's like, uh, I don't know. I just remember thinking the trailer was hilarious. He's like, ah, 23! <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a made-up movie, Jesse. I think you might have had, like, a, a fever dream and imagined that trailer. Yeah, I'm realizing that I'm insane now that we're having this discussion. <laughs> Everything you've said has been absurd, Jesse. Nothing you've said so far. I'm just quick. I shouldn't have said it out loud. <laughs> yeah, no, Those are thoughts okay. to keep to yourself. <laughs> I'm really obsessed with the number 47. If someone said that to me, I would be like, get the fuck away from me, you weirdo. I'm trying to conquer it. No, it's okay. I'm just kidding. Don't, don't let me shame you. Uh, so we just took turns uh, looking through the scope. This is my first time looking through a scope, I would say, for the purpose of birding. And I spent the entire time... Usually it's the other purpose. Yeah, if I'm not birding, I'm perving. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I ended up just looking at some people in the distance who are, like, cleaning up trash, we think. Um, that I can't even, like, I couldn't even see them with my naked eye. And I look through the scope, and I can clearly see them picking up trash, so... Juicy park ranger butts everywhere. Yeah, ju <laughs> so juicy. Uh, and some not framed by some nice, ill-fitting cargo shorts, you know? Well, have you noticed? This is an interesting phenomenon, but it seems to me that every female cop has, like, a gigantic butt. <laughs> <laughs> One of those, like, huge asses. Yeah, 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 and their pants are, like, really high to, like, uh... Oh, yeah, that's a great point, actually. Yeah, think about all the female cops you've seen. Yeah, I've never seen, like, a trim, slender... Uh, I, you know, most cops in general are kind of... Kind of on the huskier side. They seem too out of shape to be cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of... I remember reading that book, Homicide, Life on the Streets, and those de homicide detectives and cops have very unhealthy lifestyles. Right. It's like yeah. coffee, donuts, whiskey. Right. All day. Yeah, yeah. Burgers. Because yeah. you always see cops at, like, burrito places and, like, yep, yep. unhealthy food areas. Yeah, yeah. 
I feel like not that many cops like pack a lunch, you know? <laughs> no, that's probably the good cop on the force. He like brings a sandwich to work every day and eats it at his desk. Yeah, maybe. Hmm, interesting. I'm really glad I'm not a cop, I gotta say. I, I think I'd be a really bad cop. I think you'd be one of the good-hearted cops. No, because I'd never arrest anyone. I'd always feel bad. Like, I'd catch someone with heroin on them, and they'd be like, I can't go back to jail. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> That's a good cop. You deserve another chance. But then, like, at the at the end of the year, they'd be like, Thomas, you uh, had zero arrests for the year. And I'm like, well, I gave Steve a break. And also <laughs> a million other Steves. I can't believe we still have that in some areas where cops have, like, arrest quotas. That's fucking yeah, insane. Yeah, this is now a social justice uh, podcast. Yeah. Let me tell you about uh, the inequalities within the uh, urban community, <laughs> starting with the police. Uh, but anyway, so we looked through the scopes, and uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll post some pictures, but um, with my camera phone, you can just, like, vaguely see, like, uh, a bunch of birds. But looking through the scope, you can clearly see a bunch of pelicans. Uh, and there's other birds there as well, right? Yeah, it looks like gulls and pelicans mainly on that same Gulls bar. and pelicans, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it's cool to see the pelicans with their, their huge, uh, beak, and they got their, like, um, the bottom, what do you call the bottom half of their beak, where they have the rubbery part? What is that know. called? The, the gullet? I think the gullet, I was, I, my mind went gullet. Yeah, you can see their, their, their rubbery gullets flapping around. Uh, so that's cool, and, um, I've heard their beak can hold more. <laughs> but, uh, it's cool seeing all these animals, how they, like, live so close to each other. And we kind of talked mm -hmm. about this last episode, but, like, the pelicans and the gulls and the seals on that sandbar are all just sort of hanging out, not interacting with each other, but they're just around each other all day. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, uh, how us humans operate in an urban environment, you know? Yeah. Just kind of around each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's very nice. It's very peaceful. The weather's dope. It's like cloudy, but sunny. Warm. I'm wearing sunglasses. Uh, Jesse's smoking a cigarette. An American Spirit Black Rolly. Fuck out of here, dude. Cowboyist cigarette. Awful. <laughs> Smells like hot garbage. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, we're having a good time. I would say, um, definitely a lot of pelicans spotted. Oh, we saw some seals swimming in the water. We're gonna try and identify the pelicans for you. Yeah, what type of pelicans? That's what you wanna know. Is it a New Orleans pelican? <laughs> Only one way to find out. That's a sports reference. What's for it? You. Do you like that team name? Uh, no, I don't think it's a great team name. I love it. Yeah? I think it's okay. It's not great. The mascot is bad, but that like yeah. pelican mascot is bad, but the, I like it. Well, I know like the, uh, the New Orleans pelicans mascot, they had to like change it because it was originally like too terrifying. <laughs> oh, like that mohawk bird is. Yeah, well, I, uh, I, I'm sure people can look this up, but like the uh, the New Orleans Pelicans original mascot, it was like kind of scary looking, and it had like it looked like it had mascara on, and it was just like a weird looking pelican. And then they were like, "This is scaring the children." So then they like softened all the features and made it more like cartoony. Yeah, so anyways. I was thinking about this the other day with my friend, actually, how it'd be fun if a sports team had a mascot that was just a guy. And they're like, <laughs> Josh is the mascot. And Josh comes out and just does a little dance, and everyone goes, yeah, yeah Josh. Yeah. That'd be great. And if, like the, if, if it was like a minor league baseball team, and they were like, 
the Pikesville Joshes. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was just like, who is Josh? No one knows. It's just some guy. And he doesn't have any, like, skills, really, but when he does his dance, everyone flips out. Yeah, and it's a very, like, mediocre dance. He's just, like, he just, like, fist pumps and, like, shakes his hips a couple times. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, Josh! And people from out of town are just very confused. Yeah, that's a great idea, Jesse. Well, do, you re- do you remember the Weekend Warriors? Uh, no. They were like a bunch of like out of shape guys who'd perform at halftime at Warriors games. Sometimes. Oh, really? They do okay. all these like acrobatic dance moves. Oh, no, they were just like chubby, goofy looking guys. Oh, I remember when I was a kid going to Oakland A's baseball games and they were doing like construction on the Coliseum for the longest time. And they would have um, the construction workers do the YMCA, like the uh, the That's village people dope. song, you know, and they would like perform it. And uh, I don't think they were, like, actual construction people. They were, like, dancers or something like that. Because, like, it would be like, oh, here's just some normal construction people. Oh, oh look at them! Uh, a spontaneous YMCA performance. <laughs> and they did like that, like, consistently for, like, a year. That was... The construction worker was uh, my favorite village person. Yeah, I'm all about the, uh, the American Indian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, much like Jesse's tobacco choice, you know, mm. American spirit. Yeah, there you go. Full circle. Did you read my poem about American spirit? On Probably. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Esoteric. Mmm, <clears throat> that's how I like it. Yeah. Um, all right. Any other bird, bird, bird news to report? Uh, we got some great egrets here. Yeah. Which you can recognize by their black legs, which we've talked about before. There's a lone egret right in front of us at 12 o'clock. Mm, yeah. I feel like there are, like, I, I'm coming to realize that there are a lot of varieties of egrets, and, like, when in doubt, if you see a bird with a long neck near water, call it an egret. Does that feel safe? Well, they have great blue herons here, too, oh, and they dang, also dude. have long necks, but they're, they're blue, so it's not hard to differentiate. Okay, so disregard my statement, then. Uh, well, hey, we're all here learning, you know? Well, the you know the egret is sort of the flagship bird of this area. Okay. That's kind of like what we're known for here. Yeah. Like I said, Audubon Canyon Ranch that used to be their flagship bird. Right. And this is what people come out to see here: the egret nests. You can see them over here in Bolinas, little white spots dotting the trees, and those are egrets up there doing their mating dances, and nesting. So they they will fly up into trees. They seem like birds that would just be on water. Well, they go down to the water to feed and stuff, but they got a nest up in the trees. Whoa, okay. Otherwise, predators will get them. Yeah. You know it would be wild if, like, uh, like ostriches, like, went up in trees, you know? Yeah, a yeah, big tree yeah, yeah, bird. Yeah. A big, and they just, like, jump down and just attacked you randomly. That'd be pretty tough. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ostriches are scary, man. It's kind of crazy I'm that they even you. exist. Right, yeah, they're frightening creatures, yeah. I would say, um... I would say it'd be very satisfying to um, have a justifiable reason to, like, strangle out an ostrich. You know, just wring its dumb neck, you know? Like, Hop on its back and strangle it from behind. Yeah, like, let's say you were, uh, you were um, out in the wild with your newborn baby, and then a bunch of ostriches decided to try and eat your baby. This is just a theoretical situation. But uh, they all start attacking, and then you're like, I have to defend my child. And you just have to wring the neck of a bunch of ostriches. It's scary. 
Do you know, uh, have you heard of the moa ever? No, what's that? It's like a giant bird, kind of ostrich-like bird that it lived in New Zealand in not prehistoric times, but they're extinct now, but they were around at the same time as the Maori people of New Zealand, and they used to hunt them. Uh-huh. So if you go to like a muse- natural history museum in New Zealand and stuff, they always have like a big moa exhibit. Whoa. And you can see how fucking scary it is looking up at those birds. Yeah. It's just the way that like birds hunt or like if you see a chicken hunt, it's sort of that like opportunistic pecking. That, right, right. If you imagine from the bottom would be absolutely terrifying. Yeah. It like, looks yeah, down yeah. and sees you and then grr, it does a little right. attack. Have you heard of uh, duckbill birds before? No. Duckbill. Like ducks? Duck, no, it's, um, no, I'm saying it wrong. Shit. No. Sh- I'm sorry. Shoebill. Shoebill birds. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, Jesse, I'm gonna. Uh, okay, Jesse, I'm gonna. I'm gonna show you a clip as soon as we stop recording, and please post this video on your posting. This. Okay. This is like. This is the. It, this is the number one animal where I see the animal and I'm like, that's not a real animal. This is fake. <laughs> this is fake, and it's very terrifying. It looks like an animatronic creature. And it's found only in Africa, so thank the lords it's not um, around us. And it's one of those things where you can look at it from a distance and you're like, oh, that's cute. But I imagine, like, if you were around in, um, <clears throat> you know, whatever, like the 1500s or something, and you're walking, and then you just encounter, like, a pack of shoebill birds, you would just shit yourself, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, like we're not scared of nature like we used to be, you know, because uh, we've kind of conquered it. And nature's gotten smaller over the, you know, there aren't as many giant animals as there used to be. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the most frightening thing, uh, I think we might have talked about this before, but, like, the most frightening thing for me would be, like, if I encountered a pack of gorillas, like, out in the, the forest or something, and they decide to fuck with me, like, that would be awful. Because they're sort of like humans, and they're, like, ripping my limbs off, you know? I was talking about this yesterday, How because I'm scared of raccoons, too. Oh, Raccoons and chimps and gorillas are, like, the most scary animals to oh, me. Oh, okay. And I realized recently that those are the animals that are most like humans, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Do raccoons have thumbs? I don't know, but they seem to be able to open. They can like open bags with their hands. Yeah, like, they have weird little human hands. Yeah. yeah, yeah if you yeah. gave a if you gave a pack of raccoons a thing of Cheetos, they'd figure out a way to oh. open it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most frightening for me is snakes. I hate snakes. Yeah, like what? Whenever uh, every once in a while, the the other a few weeks ago, my coworkers were like sharing this video of this like enormous snake somewhere in Southeast Asia that like ate some farmer. And I was like, please do not show me that video. It will haunt my nightmares forever. Like, the idea of, like, a 10-foot snake just killing, like, crushing your body and then eating you slowly, that sounds like uh, the worst death to me. Well, have you been to the the East Bay Vivarium? No, what is that? That's like a reptile store in the East Bay, where I got my lizard as a kid, actually. Oh, okay. But it's, like, really tight quarters in there, and they've got tons of, like, pythons. Oh, my lord. And you'll see a guy just, like, walking around with a big snake over his shoulder, like, to put him in his feeding box. And uh, it's crazy. It's all run by, like, punk rockers and shit. Oh, my God. And you'll be like, st- I was looking at a snake there one time, and, like, the house- there's, like, a dog that lives there. I think I told you about this. But, I don't uh, know. Uh, I was, like, looking at a snake in the cage, and then I felt a- the dog, like, brush against the back of my leg, and I fucking jumped up in the <laughs> air, like... Yeah, that sounds awful to me, Jesse. Like, or can you imagine during the earthquake if you're in the vivarium? Oh my lord! Oh. Just, oh shit! They have snapping turtles there, and like, it's not just scary snakes either. There's like yeah. monitor lizards and snapping turtles. Yeah. Oh man, that all sounds awful. I'll be sure and never go there. 
Yeah. It's fun. Lil B did a music video there. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Did you ever see uh, Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure? Of course. There was like a fire at the pet store. And he was like saving all the animals and he was like happy to save them. And he kept on eyeing the snakes because he was like, oh, I don't want to save you guys. And then the very last uh, creatures he grabbed were the snakes and he just had like handfuls of snakes. And he was like, ah! God, well, have I told you my Pee Wee Herman anecdote? <laughs> no, I love a good anecdote. There's a lot though. of stories I feel like I've told before. But, okay. Uh, my friend's mom went to college at CalArts with Pee Wee Herman. Oh, no way. And when she was there, Paul Rubin. Paul Rubens. Yeah, Rubens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was an earthquake while they were there. Whoa. And she said that Paul Rubens was running around during the earthquake yelling like Pee Wee. <laughs> he was running around going, ah! <laughs> That's cool. Which, uh, yeah, I thought was pretty cool that he's that close to life to his crazy character. Yeah, cool. And also, he shouldn't have gotten in trouble for jerking off at that movie theater. Yeah, like. That's what porno theaters are for. Yeah, exactly. And free Fred Willard, too. Uh, what did Free Fred Willard do? The same thing. Fred Willard got caught jacking off. In when the was this? This is a couple years ago. Dude, what the fuck are you doing at a porn movie theater in the well, 2000s? Well, they're old. That's the th- these are all old people, and that, they don't know how to jerk off at home. So they have you to gotta go. adapt. How do you not know how the internet works? Yeah, well, it's stupid, but they shouldn't. They shouldn't have been caught up in a controversy. People shouldn't be snitching on them like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't, under- dude. I don't. We're living in the best of times, I guess is my point. Can you imagine in, like, the 70s, like, you're like, hey, I want to see people having sex. How do I do that? Mm, I have to, like, go to this theater in, like, a trench coat with other dudes and, like, (laughs) what, like, do do people jerk off at the movie theater? But they have to do it, like, covertly? They can't, like, overtly jack off, right? I think it's big, a lot of spacing between the people, I think, at the porno theater. Yeah. the impression I get. Oh, my Lord, dude, that's, that's awful. And then, like, here we are in 2018, it's like, I want to look at people having sex like click 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 there they are whoa cool you know we're living in the best of times Jesse that's that's my point we sure are <clears throat> well, we yeah. all kind of experienced the equivalent of a porno theater when you started watching porno in like seventh grade and stuff you know? yeah I, I remember like eighth jacket. grade computer class someone just like pulling up pics and they were like very graphic all right so here we are we're listening to birds be loud right now basically we haven't moved at all it's 11 25 uh, I think they're quieting down now, but they were really just screeching at us for a little while there, Jesse. A lot of commotion. A lot of it's commotion. It's that thing where one bird starts screeching and then they all start. They're like dogs, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in episode three, I think. Yep, yep. But we're trying to identify these pelicans. Yeah, trying to figure out what variety of pelican they are. There's a double-crested cormorant flying overhead right there. Yeah. You can see its orange beak and slender cormorant body. Yeah, it's got a frantic um, flap of the wing. He's probably going out to cormorants go dive for fish, I think. Oh, okay. In the ocean. That's not the, it's not a flap of the wing. What's the term for their wing motion? I think a flap is perfect. Yeah? All right. Look um, at that pelican coming in for a landing. Yep. They got some impressive wings. We read the uh, the passage in Jesse. What, what, we should talk about what book we're uh, referencing. It's a... Uh, a Californian's Guide to the Birds Among Us. By Charles Hood. And uh, we were trying to figure out what their little gullet is called, and it was called a pouch in that book, the pelican's pouch. So apparently they get fish hooks stuck in their pouches. Sometimes. Yeah. No natural predators, but right. You get a fish. You can catch a fish hook in the throat. Right. That sounds awful. That's no. That's no way to live. Well, have you heard a fact? We're still looking. The stick with the bald eagle is still empty. We're yeah. still keeping an eye out. Um, yeah. My friend told me a fun fact about bald eagles yesterday. Okay. 
bald eagles, uh, once they like grab onto something, they can't let go. And so the eagles in Alaska sometimes, I think it's most common with the eagles in Alaska, they'll catch something that's too heavy for them to lift off with, and uh, their claws are stuck there, so they'll just sink and drown whoa. in the water. Wait, but they have to let go at some point, right? Because they want to eat whatever they grabbed. Yeah. I think maybe it just takes a while. Huh. It seems like bad evolutionary yeah. work. Mm, I don't know about that fact. No, it's true. <laughs> And apparently, this is another funny thing my brother was telling me, and I've also heard, is that bald eagles in Alaska are so common that they're like pests. Oh, really? Like people will chase bald eagles out of their yard. Ah, oh, man. Hey, I say get Alaska out of the United States if that's the case. You're chasing <laughs> bald eagles out of your yard? Well, you might get tired of them, too. Yeah. They're sort of scavengery. Right. Well, that's fine. Uh, uh, Jesse and I were talking on the phone yesterday, and he was saying that there was, like, there was a movement for a while to, like, not have the bald eagle be the national bird? Benjamin Franklin famous. It was the most famous critic of the bald eagle. Oh, really? He said because it comes by its living dishonorably or something like that. Mm -hmm. That yeah. uh, it's of bad character and <clears throat> should not be representing America. All right. But we're of the opinion that it was a pretty good choice. Yeah. Because it looks so noble and cool and right. It seems to represent America and its facial expression. Yeah, almost. hell yeah. Yeah, and it's like, uh, by the way, Benjamin Franklin, like, show me a bird that has, like, good morals, you know? I think he voted for turkey is the famous one. Dude, turkeys are awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> They're awful in person. Yeah, there's, like, a pack of uh, wild turkeys in my hometown of Davis, and they, like, are, um, they're awful. They'll, like, you know, attack things and take over things. Everyone hates them, you know? Turkeys aren't, like, no noble creatures. They're just, you know, things that should be on a Thanksgiving dinner plate, in my opinion. <laughs> Calling you out, turkeys. Well, turkey's an insult if you call someone a turkey. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I had um, two turkey burgers for breakfast this morning. Yeah, it's good meat. I mean, yeah. they've given a lot in that. They're like chickens, where they're not a good bird, but they've given us so much. That right. Yeah, I'd say, I would say turkey is an underrated meat. It's a top three meat for me. Yeah, I've really come around to turkey. Yeah, I used to think tough. it was just a bullshit only on Thanksgiving. No, but no. I think it's my favorite sandwich meat. Yeah, I'm just making sandwiches at home. I'm with you, dude. I get. I, I will regularly eat a pound of ground turkey for dinner. Yeah, Thomas did puts away <laughs> some a lot of ground meat uh, guests. Yeah, you can only imagine how much pink slime I'm consuming with. Uh, with all that and little uh, bone parts and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You'll come over to his house and think Thomas is going to give you some meat, but really he's just cooking for one. Cooking for one, <laughs> yeah. two pounds of meat. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, Could you eat a whole turkey, you think, in one go? I've eaten an entire rotisserie chicken in one sitting. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, That's yeah. railroad bear and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That felt, I felt pretty good about myself after doing that. You should uh, <laughs> Yeah. Don't yeah. let anyone tell you you should feel good about yourself for that. Yeah. I like discussing my eating habits with people and just seeing the look of, like, disgust, like, come across their face. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of impressive. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, you know, it's fine. This is why, uh, you know, I'm sure I will disgust vegans and vegetarians. But guess what? Maybe those aren't people I want to hang out with. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, Sorry. Um, all right, what are we talking about? Birds? We're still trying to figure out these pelicans. No sight of the bald eagle. Mm. We saw another bird that I remember identifying in my classic birders at the point post. Mm -hmm. It's got an orange beak and the top of its head is black. The bottom half is white. Yeah. We will identify that for you later. They're right. all over the place here. Yeah. 
they seem to be mostly solitary. Like you see them in groups of one. Right. I feel like we should maybe move locations a little bit. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, we've been in place for about an hour just dicking around and um, maybe it's time for a new setting, new birds. All right, here we are. We actually have not moved. It's uh, 11.42. Well, we're in the, we've moved about 20 feet. <laughs> yeah, we, we moved to the shade to watch a YouTube video. Uh, worth it, ladies worth and gentlemen. It, yeah, so I showed Jesse the Shoe Bill Stork video. And it is indeed frightening, correct? It, in fact, brought me back to a childhood nightmare I had where a bird was eating my fingers. <laughs> and this bird looked a lot like that. He's, like, attacking the camera, so you can really see what it would be like to be attacked by this bird. Right, yeah, you can feel it. Um, and we also, the, the important update, the reason why we're recording is we have determined that they are brown pelicans that we are viewing. Brown pelicans. We've got positive ID on the cormorants, both kinds of egret, and the pelicans now. Yeah. So I guess there's two, the two kinds of pelicans in California, white and brown, and white is mainly in Southern California. Brown is mainly Central Northern. That makes it really nice and easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't feel like it's 100% true, but I need things to be simple, you know? Yeah, we're still in the beginning, ladies and gents. Ladies and gents, yeah. Um, well, anyway, so that's a hot update. Um, I think we're legitimately going to move to a different place now, though. We're going to go try and look at those nesting egrets over across the way in Bolinas. Yeah. Okay. So Bolinas, here we come. Are we technically in Stinson Beach right now? We are. Okay. This is at the site of actually for 4th of July, just not a couple weeks ago. They oh, had the for war. Oh, okay. Did you participate? You did not. No. Yeah. I never have. Oh. I tried to one year and they said I wasn't strong enough. <laughs> That's awful. I'm sorry to hear that. It was thing. tough because I was always like, this is going to, I'm doing it this year. <laughs> and they were like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Dang, dude. There's limited rope space. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. That's okay. Um, I don't pride myself in strength. That's not a big part of my yeah, pride. That's what I hang my hat on. If nothing else. I, yeah. Well, you're more of a barbarian type and I'm sort of right. more of a wizard. <laughs> You're like brute force, but I'm like trickery and intelligence, you know. I don't just get by on brawn and just smashing everything. Listen, Chessie, if you ever, ever again complain to me about not being able to get laid, I'm going to play that, that, that sentence of you being more like a wizard, and I'm like, there is your evidence, Jesse. You calling yourself a wizard is the reason why. That was the nerdiest thing I've ever heard. I never complain about not getting and laid. And I mean that in the worst way possible. All right. Here we are, we, uh, we moved locations to a different spot trying to uh, perhaps see the bald eagle, but no luck. We do, uh, we have spotted with our scope two egrets, snow egrets. Great yes. egrets. Great egrets. But close. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're, they're doing something together. We don't know what. We've got our scope aimed at them on their nest, and they were sort of doing a thing where they lift their heads up, their necks, and open their mouths towards each other and then sort of put their wings back. Yeah. It looks sort of like a mating dance, but I think they're already mates because mating season has already happened and mm. they should be settled by now raising their young. Yeah. So and maybe they were just having an argument? <laughs> it looks like there's a gull resting on the chimney of, I think, what is this Bolinas Rotted Boat Club? Is that the name of the boat club? But I'm not positive. Rotted Boat Club? Rod and Boat Club. Oh, Rod and Boat Club. Okay. That'd be a cool boat club name, Rotted Boat Club. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't go on a lot of expeditions, but... Right. Yeah, you only... <laughs> Everyone has a rotted boat. 
Kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, kind of cool. <laughs> um, well, hey, Jesse, growing up in Stinson, was there like a Stinson-Apolinas rivalry, you know? I can only imagine the cultural differences between the two places. They're probably vast. <laughs> well, the difference is, like, Stinson Beach is like the nice, pretty, way nicer beach. You uh, say that, you can see the Bolinas Beach is a lot of rocks and shells uh, and unsightly cement walls. Disgusting. Leathery woman breasts. But here in Stinson Beach, it's a much nicer and cleaner right. on the sand, and we welcome tourists in. Like, we're like, hey, come in, support our businesses and uh, stuff. And Bolinas is more of a fuck you, stay out, you're oh, ruining our really? town. Okay. It's like harder to find, and they like to keep it a secret. Oh, really? Okay. But now a lot of like tech people and the Cohen brothers, and people are finding about Bolinas, and it's mm-hmm. quickly because it's quickly. Uh, I don't know. Either they've softened too much, and people aren't scared of the locals anymore, or the cat's just out of the bag, and there's no putting it back in. Yeah, this is interesting. All right. Well, uh, Bolinas, Bolinas blows, in my opinion, based off of this conversation, and their beaches have rocks and shells. That's garbage. Uh, Stinson is where it's at. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're better looking. Uh, yeah, better looking, for sure. Yeah, yeah, you can always, listen, uh, you know the old joke, how do you tell the difference between a Stinson beacher and a Bolinas Bl- resident? Look down at your penis. <laughs> what? If it's hard, it's a Stinson. <laughs> All right, here we are. We uh, we walked uh, we walked along the beach. We did the loop around the point, down Stinson Beach, and back. Yeah, had a nice time on the beach. We held hands. We made meaningful eye contact. We talked about our hopes and dreams together. Um, a lot of surfers at the beach right now. A lot now. of surfers at the beach. Not too many birds. We're gonna leave this area now. We're gonna head back to Jesse's parents' place and regroup. Identify that orange-beaked bird. Yeah, and then what? And then we're gonna go somewhere else to look at some birds. Wow, great. So I guess we're giving up on this bald eagle. Is that Well, we're gonna try and get more information from the gate guy, but yeah, I mean, he's he's still not at the stick. Yeah. But I'm gonna see if I can go on, see, look on Stinson Beach next door, get some more info. Okay. Talk to Bobby at the gate if he's there and get some more tips. Jesse, has there been a time when we have um, set a goal to see a bird and actually seen it? No. (laughs) All right, here we are. We're back at Jesse's parents' place. The birdhouse. The birdhouse. And Jesse, you have uh, updates about birds. Yes, that bird I was talking about with, I like this bird because it has very distinct markings. That's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons I like it. The orange beak, the black top of the head, white bottom of the head. It's a forester's turn. All right, here we are. It's 2.01 p.m. We're on the side of a road. You can hear cars driving by us. We're in like a marshland. Where, where are we, Jesse? This is, we're still, this is the, other, the natural lagoon from the other side. We're in, we're in the natural lagoon of Stinson. We're um, looking across. You can see where we were birding. Yeah. It's like over... We're on the other side of a body of water from where we were. But uh, we can see a bunch of um, seals just chilling on some land, not moving, being fat sacks of animal. They earned it. They earned it, yeah, yeah. And uh, let's see, I stepped down a little bit into what I thought would be like solid mud, but turned out to be like very loosey-goosey. And uh, it felt like quicksand, you know? 
I'm starting to feel, as I look through this scope, I'm starting to feel a sunburn developing on the back of my neck. Dude, that's why you gotta go shirtless and put that shirt around your neck. That's the technique. That's the certified Thomas technique. Oh, that's, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you also, I have a bird book underneath each of my armpits right now. So that's cool. Jesse just took off his shirt. And what about backwards hat for extra neck protection? Um... Alright, so anyways, uh, Jesse, I've been working on some impressions. Oh boy. That I'd like to share with you now. Um, so one is like a guy who's, whose cry does not fit his voice. Uh, it goes a little something like this. You know, I just really miss Jessica. I really feel like we really had something, and I, I, I could see myself spending the rest of it. Jessica! Alright, uh, that was one. That's dope. Thank you, thank you. Uh, second one is, is a, uh, is a mumble rap about a guy who keeps contradicting himself. And when it comes to smoking weed. Okay. I'm right. hesitantly on boat. I'm just getting right into your boat. Right. Just my toe right down there in the bottom of the boat. Right. It feels shaky, but I'm getting on board. Thank you for the imagery. Uh, it'd be better if I had a beat, but we're not going to make one right here. So I'll just acapella it. We ain't smoking weed, man. We ain't smoking weed, man. We smoking weed, man. We ain't smoking weed. I you smoking weed, man. We don't smoke no weed, man. You know we be smoking weed. We don't smoke no weed, man. We smoking weed. Uh, love it. Thank you. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he smoke weed or not? We don't. We don't know. We don't know. That's the point. Well, that kind of conflict is at the core of that type of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate drugs, but I can't live without them. Right. Uh, and the third I love one. girls, but they're all sluts. Mm, yeah. Hey, we don't use the S word in 2018. You can't say slut anymore. Nope, can't say it. You what can... if you see a girl who's wearing a revealing costume and you're driving past her? Definitely not then. She's <laughs> just uh, sexually empowered. You can't yell slut at her? <laughs> <laughs> I would say definitely not. I started doing a joke like that yesterday, and my friend was like, geez, Jesse. Uh, can you stop, Jesse? Off the brakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, in my third impression, I've decided to abandon. So anyways... No, do it, do it. No, the first two are good. I don't want to end on a low note. The cry is in line with your speaking voice? Uh... Actually, you don't cry, huh? No, I do all the time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went a decade without crying. Oh, really? Yeah, I went a decade without crying. That's but then, cool. You're opening back up emotionally. Uh, yeah, it's good. Crying's fine. It's fine. I mean, it was like something I used to brag about, but it's like, in retrospect, it's not a good thing. You know? Conjure drop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so Anyways. Yeah, so, you bragged about it back in the 100 grand of my wrist days, I think. Oh, man. That was like... <laughs> That's really sad that I was bragging about that so much. Well, it wasn't really black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was something. It, it was a fun fact, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> well anyways, we're uh, we're here, side of the road. Cars are whizzing by. We're looking at some normal seabirds. Mm. Yeah. The first movie that made me cry was when I was in seventh grade and I saw uh, Sling Blade. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you cry at the end, or did you cry when you said, I like you too? Uh, I don't remember. I think it was like he was having a moment with the boy, like a nice moment. 
yeah. or something, and it was very touching, and I cried, and I was 13. Dude, that movie holds up. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Did yeah. I tell you I was Sling Blade? I was Carl from Sling Blade for Halloween. Uh, I think you did tell me. Unsuccessful. Uh, unsuccessful in that... No one recognized it. The only person who even acknowledged my costume was some guy who yelled faggot at me while I was walking down the street. And why is that? Is, did, was he called a faggot in the movie, or...? No. Uh, actually, maybe he didn't even recognize the costume. <laughs> All right, here's... I have, I have a would you rather. Uh, I have something to say. Okay. Oh, great. All right, here's the would you rather. A, okay, every time you talk to a woman, you have to start the sentence... You, whenever you start to talk to a woman, you have to start with the phrase, well, actually. Okay? Okay. And it'd be like, well, actually, and then you'd say a paragraph. But then if they say something back, then you have to restart by saying, well, actually. Okay? Or, oh, shit, look, there's a, oh, my God, look at that. Oh, there's that's a, dope. Oh, man, look, there's a vulture that's that just. so cool. A vulture just landed on, like, the phone line right above us and then flew off. There's a big, loud vulture. Yeah. His big wingspan. Yeah, they're so menacing looking, you know? Yeah, ma- there he is, making that vulture V. Yeah, they look evil, right? Yeah, they definitely do. And because you always see their head after you think it's some other kind of bird, and you're like, oh, yes, yes, yes! And then uh-huh. you see that little head, and you're like, oh, it's a, just a scavenger. Yeah. But I like them. Yeah. Have you seen that Far Side cartoon where there's a vulture... And they're all sitting over a skeleton, and the vault, one vulture has a cowboy hat on, and he's saying, Look, everyone, I'm a cowboy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> that sounds like a great comic. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but, uh, shit, I forgot the other half of my Would You Rather. All right, here we are. It's 2.45. Jesse, where are we right now? We are at Audubon Canyon Ranch. Yep. Baby. And we, uh, so this is a place that your mother volunteers at. Has volunteered for over ten years. Whoa! So we uh, we pulled up. We had to register. We had a pleasant chat with uh, the volunteers there, the docents. They said my the bald eagle thing that I heard about the, their talons not being able to retract and them sinking was an old wives' tale. Right. But that was just some guy. Like he doesn't know, you know. Anyways, uh, he was telling us how uh, when he was driving from Canada to Al- or from here to Alaska. In Canada, he encountered like a ton of bald eagles, and one of them like snatched a, a, a dog. Oh yeah, that was cool. A little poodle. A little poodle, while it was a couple, and the wife went in to go buy some stuff, and the guy let the dog out, and the bald eagle snatched the dog, and he was excited about it because he hated the dog. <laughs> you can just imagine the leash. I like imagining the <laughs> leash hanging down from the yeah. talons. Right, so that was a cool story. And you told the story, the second story. Okay, yeah, what was the second story? You tell it. Of a dog who got carried away by a bald eagle and then was found again and returned to his owners. Yeah, like three miles away. Yeah. So bald eagles are pretty pretty wild. I didn't know they were out there snatching dogs. So um, that's pretty wild. Uh, and then we uh, started to walk one way, and a group of people confusingly thought we were, like, teenagers that were looking for their mother or something like that we had a uh, confusing interaction like oh are you the two guys and we're like no probably not (laughs) and then we didn't understand what they were doing because they said they were on a mindfulness retreat but only one of them said they were she she was like well i'm on a mindfulness retreat (laughs) she's speaking for herself yeah and i was like what's the rest of your little drum circle doing here well retreat i think they felt a little embarrassed because it's like hard to explain what you actually do on a retreat yeah 
and but they were like waiting for pizza. I don't know. It was, yeah. it was confusing. They were very friendly, but we were very confused by the conversation. It reminded me of being in college again, liberal arts college. Mm, yeah. So we just made some self-deprecating jokes and then bounced out. Yeah, we really were laying it on thick. Yeah, not great. Well, whatever. Uh, and then we, uh, then we, then we went to a, a lookout spot and we talked to a docent for a while, um, who had interesting teeth. Um, they were hip- hypnotizing. Yeah, I think they're they dentures. I'm not sure, but they weren't good enough to be dentures. Yeah, yeah. It would be. They were just big teeth. This guy had big teeth. Anyways, <laughs> he was very helpful. Uh, he pointed us some long-billed curlews. Yep. And a Caspian tern, which I think might have been the bird that I saw earlier, which I mistakenly said was a some other kind of tern. Yeah. Some other kind of tern, but it was a Caspian tern all along. After all, yeah. Yeah. So, uh... And the, the curlew, we learned, looks a lot like a godwit. Mm. And, uh, Godwit is the name of a bird? Godwit? Godwit? It's spelled like god, the two words god and uh, wit together. Whoa. That's wild. Yeah. Um... They look... Uh, yeah, I don't know how he was telling the difference. There's, like, a stripe on the head. Yeah. He was very advanced. Yeah. And he had the, uh, classic birder, uh, outfit of a birding vest. And a jaunty hat. Yeah, he totally did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was geared up. And I gotta tell you, Jesse, as we get deeper into this, like seeing groups of people like getting into birds and talking about the differences in detail, I'm like, I will, I, I, can, I can never get into this. <laughs> I, I tune out at the advanced stage. Yeah, yeah. I can never get in. Like people that like this is their main hobby. Like uh, I don't get it. I don't know, man. But look, here's the thing. It's not a birding is just about sort of being outside with your friends and being vaguely aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you just know the main groups, you're like, oh, look, there's a turn. That's fine. That's cl- right. close enough right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. As yeah. I've always been ashamed about not being able to... I'm bad at, like, taking people on tours as, like, a local, you know? Like, oh, look, yeah, this yeah. is here, over here. Right. And that sort of was my inspiration for being into birding, too, so I could become more familiar with my local area and show off. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I think it'd be nice to have some baseline knowledge. Hey, and you know what? Never say never, you know. Uh, maybe in a year I'll be uh, naming all the different types of turns out there, you know. One thing's for sure is we're not changing the topic of the podcast again. Definitely not. Uh, first it was rap music, then it was cooking, and finally it's birds. <laughs> all right, so we're in a little pond area. And we're looking at a newt that's underwater. Two newts. Two newts. And we were talking about how newt is uh, not a very popular American name. When was the last time we encountered somebody named newt? There's Newt Gingrich. Ging, Ging, how do you say his last name? Gingrich? Gingrich. And no He's other... definitely not cool. Definitely not cool. And he might have been the last person named newt in the United States. If, if you're listening to this and your name is newt, hey, hit us up. We want to hear from you. <laughs> and we have some. We have a lot of serious questions for your parents. Uh, so anyways, we're looking at two nudes. Um, I guess they're poisonous. Jesse's trying to grab it, sort no, of. No, you have to wash the poison off your hand. I know this well. My mom has given me this spiel a lot. Okay. If you touch them, you have to wash the poison off your hands? Yeah, you just have to wash off the poison before you stick your finger in your mouth or right. whatever. Wherever yeah. you put your finger. So nudes are definitely not birds, but they are cool. And they're uh, amphibians. What's the difference between a newt and a salamander? That is a good question. Thank I think you. newts uh, can survive on land for a little bit. Salamanders have to be in water. They have to be wet. 
Okay. I think so. Cool. I appreciate you acknowledging my good question. <laughs> uh, but anyways, this is a very peaceful pond. It's very nice. Uh, we have both gotten, I would say, uh, sunburned today. Yeah, it turns out that feeling, that sunburny feeling I had on the back of my neck was from my skin being burnt by the sun. Yeah, yeah, who knew? Uh, and now we, looking at this new pond, we're lying completely prone. Yeah, taking it all in. But it's very nice and peaceful, and, uh, I feel like we're not gonna see a, uh, oh, well, there's like a red dragonfly, that's cool. Uh, I feel like we're yeah. definitely not gonna see a bald eagle. All right, I gotta, gotta go. And it's like years of hard drinking. I'll like make your voice all great. Anyways, all right, guys, here we are. Oh Jesus! Yeah, yeah, it was a rolling, rolling start. <laughs> Tight. Uh, so we're back at Jesse's parents' place. We left the. What's uh, it called? Wait, you talking about Audubon Canyon Ranch? Yeah, the Audubon. We let we we drove off of the Audubon. Uh, so we saw newts uh, in the pond. Oh, we should wash our hands. Oh fuck. Wait, I already licked my fingers. No. <laughs> Did you? No, no, no. Uh, so, you probably feel it in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Tell so, them the fact while I wash my hands. Oh, so the fact is um, newts have poisonous skin. So was that the fact? What, what fact are you talking about? Yeah, that's yeah, so, toxins. Yeah, so they release toxins. If, if you eat them, you'd be fucked. But, um, and none of the birds eat them. None of the birds eat them because they know better. Uh, but there was a very helpful volunteer who, like, uh, uh, she had some netting, and we we uh, caught some newts, and we let them run along our hands. It was very cute. We'll just put some pics up of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was fun. And she said they and she said they're orange to warn off people, like dark frogs. Their red bellies are supposed to let everyone know, hey, I'm a newt. It's a lot like Thomas's. Uh, Don't talk to me until I've had my coffee mug. <laughs> Yep, that's definitely a mug that I have. Yeah. Well, what actually, what mug are you rocking right now? Oh, I have a mug that says something about coffee. I got it on deep discount at Target, but it's like, <laughs> did I show it to you? It's like, no. it's like my, it's something less sassy. It's just like my morning hasn't started till I've had my coffee or something. That's even worse. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like, what is the point of this mug? Like, I get why I was on deep discount on Target because I can't see anyone being like, this speaks to me. <laughs> What about the mug I got you, asshole? Oh, yeah, yeah. So for, was it my birthday or Christmas? I think it was Christmas. It was Christmas, too. Yeah, you got me a rad mug. I feel like I might have talked about it on previous episodes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, but it's like a silhouette of birds on a wire. But it's been disky. You're not using it anymore. No, I'm still using it. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, that's your mug at work is your sassy mug. Oh, no, no, I'm still using the sassy mug. I, no, no mug got discontinued. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought I could catch you. No, I only have like three mugs, so <laughs> I'm not going to abandon a mug. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Hey, can I ask your opinion on one of my mugs yeah, that I got yeah, two yeah, Christmases yeah. ago? Yeah, yeah, please. This is like what I used to, now I ask for, uh, <laughs> I used to ask for uh, hats. Uh-huh, you went from hats to mugs. mugs. And now I'm doing, I'm asking for hats with birds on them. Hats with birds on them. Yeah, I got Jesse a hat with a bird on it for his birthday, and he's been rocking it, and it looks really good. It's like a nice uh, classic dad hat, has an Oriole on it. Uh, I think it really fits his aesthetic, you know, so good I for him. Have, like, well, go ahead. 
Anyways, so uh, we uh, we were over there. We got to touch newts, and uh, the volunteer was like very chatty with us, and uh, she had a lot to say. Okay, here we go. I'm looking at this mug. It's uh, it as a as a little puppy with a cowboy hat on it, and it says, "I aim to please, but my aim ain't that good." <laughs> well, that's great. That's a this is a great mug, ladies and gentlemen. It's a quality mug, and it has its cowboy hat because it's like aiming. It's uh, it's a six shooter, you know, because it's a little puppy dog chair for the town. My aim ain't that good. It's it, saying you like, given him a little gun. It's saying, "Hey, I'm trying, and I'm not doing a good job. Sorry, uh, people in my life." Yeah, yeah. I like. Yeah, I like. It's like I'm not trying to be an asshole. Yeah, but I clearly am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyways, we had a very long chat with this volunteer who showed us newts, and I, I multiple times tried to end the conversation, and she kept on going. And I kept asking questions. Yeah, Jesse kept on going. He didn't pick up on my social cues of wanting to get the fuck out of there. I did pick up. I just wanted to <laughs> I was you relishing just, it. Yeah, you just don't care. And they were giving us good information. I mean, did you yeah. talk about the dragonfly facts we learned? Yeah, dragonflies versus... Damselflies. Damselflies. It's all about the position of the wing. We'll let you look into that further. <laughs> <It's not laughs> when they're perched, if they have their wings together, it's a damselfly. And if mm. their wings are out, it's a dragonfly. Right. All right. Jesse, wanted to I had to get it out. I'm not going to let these facts. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. is sort of like the conversation we were having. <laughs> Thomas <laughs> wants to bail. I guess Jesse just has a much more interest in, like, everything related to this than me. I'm just like, ah, it's definitely a bug. Okay, bye. Yeah, Thomas is trying to bail from birding pretty yeah. quick, too. <laughs> We're barely keeping it along. And if you look at readers of all five readers of my website, will know that uh, I have a hard time staying on topic. Even just me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, if Thomas is unenthusiastic, we could really have it so we're not providing any bird information at all. Yeah, which I think would be great, but I understand why that's not ideal. Well, that's why I'm trying to slide these jack stuff in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Um... Well, so anyways, we uh, we saw that, and then um, also... Oh, and dragonflies live in their non-winged form for most of their life. Oh, yeah, that's true. We learned that. Uh, and they ha- they look like big, like, weird, like, cockroach things yeah. most of the time. Yeah, yeah, so, And when they mate, the female can't detach from the male. Right. So when they mate... Okay, this is interesting. <laughs> I changed my mind. <laughs> the male grabs the female by the neck with its, its, its rear end. And it holds on to the female by by um, the neck, and then the female gets to decide whether or not she's gonna like lay her e- or like what like fertilize her eggs with his uh, whatever spermatozoa. His. Yeah, my, sure, sure. My mom said they have sperm packets. Is what yeah. insects have? Okay, it's something called sperm packets. <clears throat> so so then so the male is grabbing her by the neck, and so she can either just like hang out there until he finally lets go, or be like, "Ooh, I like the way he grabs my neck. I'm gonna take his sperm packets." You know? Yeah. So anyways... Um, it's fun to hear about because dragonflies are kind of a symbol of sensuality in a way, you know? Like the springtime and the dragonflies buzzing around, mating. Do you, is that ringing any bells? No, I've never thought of uh, sensual times and uh, dragonflies. No? Ever. You've never been making love in a meadow and you see a dragonfly, mm. two dragonflies mating. And, and then what? And then I climax? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, dragonfly! <laughs> Is that the sound you make, Jesse? <laughs> so, anyways, uh, well, that's the sound you'd make. Oh, turn around! Like a dragon, I was doing a dragonfly's wings, kind of. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, 
So anyways, uh, so then the lady told us that there was a dead raven uh, out yonder, that a, a young raven had been hit by a car, and then a biologist had seen it that works there and brought the young raven in, and then its parents had swooped down and, like, had a memorial service, you know? So then we went and talked to some other volunteers. And I got to correct the volunteers, too, and they said that a group of ravens is called a murder. I said, ah, 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 that's crows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he, and Jesse wagged his finger right in the volunteer's <laughs> face. They did not appreciate and it. And I took my dollar out of the donation. Yeah. Box. Anyway, I said, I killed that fucking raven. (laughs) (laughs) So then um, an unkindness is a group of ravens. Is that true? Yeah. So a group of ravens is called an unkindness. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Uh, So then one of the volunteers is like, oh, let me show you where the dead raven is, which like, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Seems kind of weird to me. (laughs) Like, why are we interested in seeing a dead raven? Why does this lady like enthusiastic about showing us the dead raven? Well, ravens are kind of a symbol of death. Remember how that metal singer would... He'd either a dead crow or a dead raven. He'd put one in a bag and then inhale the scent before he performed. What? He was one of those Norwegian death metal guys who oh. was obsessed with death. Oh. He was that guy who was, had his bandmates eat him after oh, he died. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he was in a dead raven, so... Mm, all right. <laughs> well, great point. Uh... But they told us a lot of cool Raven facts. I'm like, we're going to have to do a fully Raven episode later. Yeah. Turns out called Jason- The Way Ravens Be Behaving or something. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Turns out, Jesse, Ravens might be your favorite bird. That, yeah. The crow has been replaced with a raven. Yeah. And actually, I should have asked him if this bird on the cover of the Californian's Guide to the Birds Among Us. <laughs> is a raven. It's or- a raven. Yeah. You should know, Jesse. Just say something with confidence and go with it. Well, it's just a weird angle. Yeah, it's a raven. It's a raven. There you go. With confidence. Yeah, my, my complete lack in confidence of anything I say is uh, bad for birding. Right. Bad for birding. But good for question mark anything? Filling up space mm. with words. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so then the, uh, the lady led us to where the dead raven was, but it was gone. All that remained were a, a handful of black feathers. So we took some pictures of the black feathers <laughs> and then said uh, thank you and goodbye to the volunteers. And uh, now we're back at Jesse's parents' place. And I would say we're both significantly sunburnt, which is not wonderful. But uh, only time will tell the true damage. Uh, we look forward to people making snarky and judgmental remarks when they see how burnt we are in the future. That will be a highlight. I'm going to insist that it's not a sunburn. I think it's a new technique. <laughs> no, it's I'm not. Saying, That's the way my skin is. That's how it always looks. Yeah. No, it's really red. Nope, it's always been red. I've been inside all week. <laughs> that sounds like a great technique, Jesse. I like it a lot. And, yeah. And it's like, what are they supposed to say to that? They're just like, uh, okay, you know? <laughs> just absolute denial. That's a great way to handle situations. I have ASAP Yams disease. <laughs> what is that? You know, I had that weird big thing on his face. Oh, yeah. He had like a red. Was it red or? Yeah, I think it's some kind of birthmark or something. Yeah. Just tell everyone yeah, your, red. your sunburnt neck is just a birthmark. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, anyways, uh, Jesse. Oh, and what about that bug that crawled? That was another fun fact. Someone talked about there's like a bug that lay a spider that lays its eggs inside baby birds. Oh, and yeah. And then it bursts out of the living bird when yeah. the spider gets born. That's right. Nature's pretty, uh, pretty wild. And then I compared it to Alien, and then the other day, Dawson said, "Or oh, it's like being born in a black bear diner." <laughs> and I thought that was one of the fucking best Dawson jokes I've ever heard. Yeah, just born. He uh, could have just said a restaurant. But he went with Black Bear Diner specifically. <laughs> that place used to be very dear to my heart. Yeah. Until I got food poisoning. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. Well, to summarize, we did not see a bald eagle, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. Because we saw a lot of other cool birds. We saw beautiful nature. We had a nice time talking to some volunteers that were very enthusiastic about talking to us. And they hadn't seen the bald eagle either, so that made yeah, me feel Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like everyone saw it but us, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like we all learned a lot today, and I got to say, Jesse, I had a good time birding with you, and uh, I look forward to uh, birding with you again sometime soon. You're not running out of steam, are you? <laughs> yes.